Hello, welcome back to the Dare Show podcast where I am finishing up finally my review of Married at First Sight. Oh, Married at First Sight, the Unmatchables. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do the final episode seven and eight. So here's seven episode seven. Like really, to be honest, I see. Like like I said, like before, their format changed. Um, their format changed throughout, like, making this whole, throughout this process, for whatever reason, I guess, I don't know, I was kind of used to the, um, I don't know, like, the commercials seemed longer, even though this is on Hulu, whatever, whatever, it just seemed boring compared, after that, like, whoever, what was that girl name, um, after... Irvin and Stephanie, baby. <laughs> After you gonna die alone, and I don't need to be here, and I'm gonna leave. I don't need to be with him. I can be by myself. After Irvin and Stephen, Stephanie, it kind of just like it, it climaxed there. It was just just kind of boring, but I kind of got more excited for episode eight. But episode seven, we have Renice, who's 34. She's into BSM. She's into Harry Potter. She's into, she's a nerd. Um, She's getting older. Uh, So she, like, goes straight to the point with, like, this kink thing. She, like, the kink thing, um, the kink thing was a little, like, <laughs> Like, I get it, because if you're, like, a kinky person, you want to make sure you're satisfied. But I feel like she kind of was just going a little bit too hard in the paint for it. Just It's just like every other word was BDSM and Harry Potter and bend me over. <laughs> it was just, like, too much. Um, so she gets... Um, to talk to Pastor Cal, I think it was. And they were, like, giving her, um... Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, like, a group. Sort of like a, um... What is it called? A focus group. Uh, but, like, dating-wise. And it was three guys, and they were just, like... Basically, the that exercise was to build up the, uh... Her tools... <laughs> Uh, to able to be able to navigate a conversation and to talk through a conversation without going straight to the point. But she's like, I'm getting older, so getting straight to the point. I think she's 34, yeah, and she's ready, you know, to have a family and kids and stuff. So she's definitely, definitely like, I need to get to the point of what I like. Uh, but they were like, you need to bring it on down. You need to bring it on down because you don't need to fire off with what your desires are. You need to fire off with your, more, like, more morals and stuff like that. So she kind of got that. Um, the dude was like, have you ever, he was like, have you ever heard the phrase make a hoe into a housewife? And she's like, are you calling me a hoe? I was just like, oh, I'm done. Um, she meets with some black witches, I think the thing um, about black witches, this black witch ceremony and reading and whatever you want to call it, whatever they did, 
it was something about black people and different specialties and how they'll take care of each other. She was like calling her baby and honey and just really like nurturing her. Like I get you and you get me. So I'm going to take care of you. And they did like this, like laying on the table and like reading her body and her chakras and stuff. And she was like, your heart is open. I might be messing this part up. It was like, your heart is open, but you're not completely open or something like that. And she, um, Ended up, like, revealing, you know, she was... I don't know if this was real or fake. I think she... Because <laughs> she looked like she wasn't crying. But then I think at the end, I saw, like, a little bit of makeup run. I, uh, it was weird. I don't know if it was fake or not. But she ended up um, expressing and telling everybody that she was sexually assaulted. And that made her want to that uh, I kind of didn't understand it because it was like that sexual assault I'm not gonna say inspired or it sparked her to want to have does she like the sexual assault I don't know I'm trying to understand I don't know if she liked the sexual assault or not, but it seemed kind of like she liked the sexual assault. But anyways, because she's like, she's into the BDSM thing and she's like, I wanted to now, after my sexual assault, I wanted to explore and be satisfied sexually. So I was like, okay. So anyways, we meet Chad. Oh my God, I forgot to get Chad's age. I think he's like 30 or 35 or something like that, Chad. He doesn't commit. He eats a lot of popcorn. He's on the, it was like this weird popcorn diet. <laughs> um, he lost a lot of weight, so he became very insecure. Uh, I believe he was dating for the wrong reasons. Chad was um, all all dating for the wrong reasons. Like it seemed like he was like dating very much for like looks and not depth, and that came into play um, at the uh, blind date that they did. Uh, for some reason, Dr. Viviana decided that she wanted to become um, HDTV and remake his entire house because his house was a mess. He had plants everywhere. It was not like messy, but it was just like a mess. Like you need to get some order in here. And it was like plants and just other stuff everywhere. And so she's like, I'm going to come in. I'm going to make your house a home. Um you've been here for a year you need to like settle in settle down uh so he got this you know quick easy home <laughs> home makeover um and that was pretty much it uh what did i write here i don't even know what i wrote Nas oh oh he went on a little thing with um pastor cal and he went on this like oh, okay yeah 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 they did this menu tasting and it was a bunch of food that looked nasty or it looked good, but it tasted nasty. And he got the whole, like, this is like very visual therapy, you know, visual things trying to visually get him to understand, uh, you need to choose, you know, things might not look great. So incredible on the outside, but they might be better on the inside and the things that might not be 
things that look incredible on the outside, the women that you've been choosing, are not the ones that you have been compatible with because I think he said he had just um, got out of that relationship with his <laughs> girlfriend of two weeks. I was just like, oh my gosh. So he's been choosing the wrong women. And he doesn't, you know, how do you not commit and choose your own people? But anyways, um, so they go on the date. It was like a sort of tequila tasting, Mexican food, queso. Those chips look so good. I was like, oh my goodness. Um, at first it was like bad because nobody was really talking. She wasn't really saying much he wasn't really saying much she he wanted her she wanted him to take control of the conversation he didn't and i'm like well he's not used to because he's you know choosing these dummies and these blonde chicks these black these um white girls with no substance and so he doesn't have to give substance out so it's like she's like she was like i was very turned off and um he wasn't talking um where he is from okay so yeah i don't really remember how much of bad or good the date went uh i'm guessing i said no flops so i guess they both did good <laughs> these were kind of boring i kind of checked out um they went on a second date um and that's it for episode seven nobody flopped she didn't bring up her like BDSM thing. She gave really neutral, toned down conversation, and I feel like he didn't have like such an issue. I guess like confidence issue wise, that's pretty much it. Because he did lose a lot of weight, and he was like insecure. I guess he still feel like a little fat doughboy. Uh, so that's Chad and Renice. So let's get into episode eight, the more exciting episode. I was I was cracking up throughout this episode. It was very funny of um, Married at First Sight, The Unmatchables. So it was Pride Month, and they decided to do um, a gay couple, or gay people. Um, we meet Sam, who's 29, and at first, <laughs> I was like, Sam, you don't look 29. You look about like 35, 40, but his energy was very 29, his face if you pay attention was very 29 but otherwise he was gonna be like 35 and i was like sam he was a mess he he's a um tarot tarot card reader he's a gemini he um is indecisive <laughs> it's funny because he was like i'm a gemini but and i'm indecisive or they didn't say i don't think he said he was indecisive but um he's like i don't think he said he was indecisive um but he's like, I'm a Gemini, and the whole thing about Gemini's being two, uh, two people or two faces is so crazy. I'm like, well, you're kind of giving it to us. Um, he said he wants to date somebody uh, with good credit. And I'm like, so you can't keep a job? That's the other thing. He couldn't really, like, he's been trying to find his way. He's like, I was doing, you know, sales. I was doing, and then I decided I didn't want to do that anymore. So I moved to directing or something, and I decided I didn't want to do that to, anymore. So he's definitely finding himself, and 
he's definitely finding himself. And um, he's like, you got to have a good credit. And I'm like, okay, so you don't have good credit if you're saying um, I got to have good credit and you can't keep a job. So how are you paying for all this? So anyways, unless you know, Atlanta, home to scammers. Um, so just like, how are you affording anything if you don't really have a job? But anyways, he's always on his Madonna, uh, Louis Giacconi with his reinvention. He's, um, always reinventing himself, whether, you know, it's a job, <laughs> it's a look, it's his clothing, it's his hair. You look ridiculous. So Pastor Cal takes him on a little, like, Sam show and it's like this comedy club and he's doing like an act, you know, living out his Gemini dreams. And we basically fear that, you know, I mean, we basically find out that he is a f- has a, fa- a fear of failure. That's why he keeps reinventing himself and changing jobs and being sort of indecisive about things. He doesn't want to fail. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. So Dr. Viviana ends up taking him to get a makeover. Child. <laughs> Sam went from 35 back to 29. <laughs> That dude cleaned Sam up. Sam was put together. He got, like, really nice facial hair. He, like, you saw the piercing. His piercing looked beautiful. Like, he looked so good. He looked absolutely delicious. And it, he really cleaned up um, himself for the date. He looked really, really, really good. So then, wait a minute for Frank. Frank is 30. Frank is a software engineer. Frank is pretty as fuck. I was like, oh, uh, my God. Frank had beautiful. I have never. I'm not a teeth nista. I'm not a teeth person. But Frank was like very beautiful. Like he had great teeth. His haircut was so fucking fresh. To d- I was like, oh, my. Where did y'all get him at? Um, He lost. He's recently lost a lot of weight. He's the only child. He wasn't. Um, He's out with it like his parents, but they don't really talk and he's like um it's more like a my me thing so he's like insecure about you know his weight he wanted um he wanted a partner to be um similar to him very stylish and it was like okay you're you've lost a lot of weight and now you're fitting into you're trying to fit into this like instagram mode thingy and it's not fair to, you know, whoever you're trying to get married to for them to, you know, fit into this mold also. So this was the first um, double, I guess this was the finale. It was the um, first challenge, quote unquote challenge, where Dr. Viviana and Pastor Cal came together and they're in the middle of the streets of Atlanta and they want him to share personal information out loud on a microphone. It ended up helping him, but I'm just like, this is just a little too much. We could have done this like in a, like a comedy store. People came around. They didn't sign their NDAs. So this was like a real moment because they had their faces blocked off. Uh, yeah, but it ended up opening him up and he was like sharing uh, crazy things about his first crush and an embarrassing moment when he um, was fucking somebody. So it was just like a, oh, what light is that? It was just, it was a good moment for him. So then he goes dancing with this dude named Contrell. And I'm like, Contrell is very 
familiar. I'm like, Control, I've seen Control before. Control's a choreographer. I looked it up. He's a choreographer on, I think, like, The Dancing Dolls or whatever that Dancing Black show was. Uh, but I feel like I've seen him somewhere else. But I guess that's where it's from. So Lifetime just, you know, gave him an extra check. And uh, Control and Dr. Thick Viviana, that lady is thick i was like oh god who is thicker frank or dr viviana Mm. Uh, so they go dancing and they're doing like this choreography and it ends up opening him up to be more comfortable in himself he's like taking off his shirt frank Uh, frank is fine as fuck i'm like oh my god frank was showing off his legs he um they gave him, like, this, like, little costume. He was like, oh, this looks cute, so I'll go try this on. He was, like, being a sport. Like, when he was doing the um, other challenge with in the street, he we kind of, like, for a second thought, you know, he was not going to do it. But this time, he was, like, being a sport. He liked the little costume. He was doing the choreography. They added some more uh, dancers. It was, like, a whole moment. It was a cute moment. But Frank, mm. So then they end up going on a date, Sam and Frank. And Frank, I mean, Sam gets to talking and he's talking and he's talking and he's talking. It's like, Sam, you got to you got to bring it in, sweetie, because he's talking as the, the Sam show brings out, you know, the Gemini takes over one of the personalities take over and he's just talking like literally you guys. I cracked up because he was talking and talking and talking. I also cracked when I cracked up when Sam met uh, Pastor Cal because Pastor Cal's like, hey, Sam, I mean, uh, Frank, he's like, Frank, nice to meet you. So um, what kind of woman do you like? <laughs> and I was like cracking up. And Frank was like, what the fuck are you talking about? A woman. That was funny. Um, So then Sam ends up bringing it all down before we get hyphy up in here with the talking. And he does a little tarot card reading on him, which was, I don't know if it was produced or this was actually real, but he was like, so, yeah, you've been, um, he does a tarot card reading on Frank, and Frank, um, he's like, yeah, Frank, um, your energy is giving, you know, you've been brokenhearted, and you're ready to move on, because Frank, Frank was like, am I going to get married, or something like that, and he's like, yeah, you're going to get, you're going to do fine, your, your energy is bringing that you're brokenhearted, but you're ready to move on, he's like, yeah, and so I'm like, okay, this might be for, uh, fake, uh, I'm not sure yet, but anyway, so then, um, you know, sip some wine, and then uh, Sam was like, "Can you show me what your uh, little dance move was?" Because he found out that uh, his challenge was, you know, he had just done like a little choreography thing. So Frank gets up and he's like pop locking it, dropping it, and he's spinning and dipping it, and uh, not spinning it different, but he was like freestyling because he had forgotten. It was a little cute moment. Then they get up both and dance and. It was like awkward, funny, fun, awkward moments of dance. And yeah, I don't know if they were lying about the attraction towards each other because Sam looked really good, but yeah, no. Um, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Anyways. So they go, they're like, are we going to exchange numbers? They exchange numbers. It was like awkward. Sam was like, 
uh, Frank, Sam really wanted to go on a second date, and he was like, I'm not sure. We'll see. But I'm excited. It was like, I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know. It was weird at the end. It was giving no energy, pretty much. Not no energy, but no energy. The energy was of an O. So they didn't go on a second date, but... They said, they said Sam was trying to go home with Frank. And I was just like, y'all know what? Sam was talking all kind of sexual jokes. He was like, <laughs> he was like, Dr. Viviana, um, Dr. Viviana's coming over with my best friend. So I'm about to get double teamed. And that wouldn't be the first time. I was like, oh, <laughs> like the pause, you hear the pause. There's the pause, and you hear the, the crew cracking up. I'm like, okay, we're done. We're done. I was just like, oh, my gosh. So, made at first sight, the Unmatchables. I wonder if there's going to be a second, too. I did not know Pastacal and Dr. Viviana. They were very funny. I don't know if it was written or if that was just their natural um, humor, but they were very funny. Dr. Viviana had great fashions. Um, Dr. Pastacal was very funny. Overall, I think it started like I said, it started off high, and then it got really high, and then it just plateaued. And then for me, it, this last episode was very funny and very fun to watch. I am ready for um a gay couple or couples on Married at First Sight. That needs to happen. ASAP. Okay. Um who flopped? Oh, I think Sam flopped on this one. I think Frank did really good. He was very open. He was very um, yes, and as the, in the, um, theater community goes by, yes, and Sam, he reverted back, you know, to the Sam show, because Sam was talking for a long time. I was just like, oh my God, Sam. <laughs> um, overall, I would watch another season of this. I do hope they're filming another season. This was pretty interesting, pretty fun, uh, whether it all was produced or not overproduced or not um yeah check out my other uh, reviews of married at first sight the unmatchables you can watch it on hulu that's where i watched it uh thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed uh continue to check out my podcast the dare show podcast my instagram is my love my need tonight shout out to janet jackson and the velvet rope the best album ever <laughs> one of the best albums ever um, the Dare Show podcast is on Spotify, it's on Apple Music, it's on Google Play, it's on everything, it's on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel where it's half Patty LaBelle and half my podcast. I looked at this one video of Patty LaBelle that I uploaded. It had like 85,000 videos today. I was like, oh, I did not know that. So thank you for listening. I actually want that one. Okay. Or who are we making cookies for, boo? The no. whole family.